podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff. Simon. Who is your favorite action movie star? Well, used to be Will Smith. And, and then he did that thing. And then he slapped a man. He slapped Chris Rock. And you're like, I... <laughs> right, right on national television. And you're like, I'm fine with him killing zombies and shooting people and raising but his son. Open hands slapping a man. <laughs> Can't stand for it. <laughs> that kind of violence is just uncalled for and is frankly wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed in you, Mr. Smith. <laughs> It's fine. He'll he'll issue more apologies and <laughs> nothing will happen. He'll issue more apologies. Yeah, no, nothing's going to come out of that. People just... No. It's been on my feed, though. Literally, I had an NPR story of that just now. And I was like, NPR, yep. uh-huh. you've got to do better. <laughs> I mean, they had other things to cover, like the rest of the world. like Like the war that's currently going on? Yeah. 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 All those good times. Uh anyway, that's the incorrect answer. Um it's Will Smith. Oh, so, well, wait, I mean, who's, who's your who's I'll your get good one? One day. What? Who's, who's your, my new one? Yeah, after Will Smith. Uh well, I mean, Chris Rock mostly out of spite. <laughs> I don't know if Chris Rock is really an uh, action movie star. <laughs> I mean, I guess he was in uh Yeah, he is in my heart now. Is Chris Rock the one? No. No, that's not I Chris don't Rock. know what Chris Rock has been I don't know what in. Chris Rock has been in either. I don't know what movies famous people are in. He was in Shrek? That's kind of an action movie. <laughs> that's the only action movie I can think of. I'm sure he's in something else, but honestly, I don't. I can't think of a single movie with Chris Rock in it. He just kind of exists, doesn't he? <laughs> just is pervasive in Hollywood. Exactly. Just is in the right place yeah, at the right time. It's like Gary Busey. You're like, I've never seen a movie with Gary Busey in it, but yet I know. But I know who... a lot about him. <laughs> yeah, I know all, <laughs> way more about him than I do about other people. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, that, well the, so that's still it's also an incorrect answer, because the correct answer is always Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, cause... Mm, yes, my third pick. <laughs> Your Definitely third pick. my third pick. Because there's like this moment in time where, like, Terminator comes out, and everyone mm-hmm. in America, everyone in Hollywood is like, hold on a second. This guy is really big. What <laughs> this if- guy has acting chops. <laughs> what if we typecast him in every single action movie for the next <laughs> decade? <laughs> I mean, it's good work if you can get it, I guess. I, I, I Listen, listen. I have nothing against Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love his film, mm-hmm. but it does feel like everywhere between like Terminator Two and like Jingle All the Way, you're kind of like, okay, people writing <laughs> it's script, all the same movie. Yeah, you like you don't you need to come up with something a little more original than this. <laughs> I like the idea that Jingle All the Way and Terminator One are essentially the same film. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a spiritual successor, you know. Oh yeah, I think I think actually that Jingle All the Way occurs in the Terminator universe, <laughs> and it's just another guy. <laughs> it's just another who guy. the Terminator is modeled after. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's the yeah, it's the superhero that the Terminator is modeled after. The obviously the superhero is modeled after the guy and the right. That's Jingle right. All the Way. Yeah, That's the one course. where he becomes. I a... I don't know if he's a super. <laughs> I think he just like 
fights people for in a mall. Is this the one where he fights people for an action figure <laughs> yeah, for, for some kid for Christmas? Yeah. I mean, but he at the end of the film, spoiler alert, for a movie that came out in the mid nineties, <laughs> uh, he he becomes the action hero. Like the actual like the, like action the, hero? Yeah, like the or like the guy like who's yeah, yeah. They realize that the action figure looks a lot like him, so they hire him. Uh, I can't remember that much definition to this film. That's a movie I haven't seen since I was like seven, <laughs> and maybe even yeah, earlier. like it, right when it came out. Gonna, like it may have come out in 1999, and I may have seen it when I was four. <laughs> um, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about okay. those early films of of Schwarzenegger that people know mm. him from um sure so we're gonna start off with uh obviously and again this is another one that i was like having like someone must have like compiled all the complaints people have about it but i could not mm-hmm. find this list so i found what i remember hmm. as being issues with it the okay. predator was he in the predator have you s- uh yeah he's in the predator he's in the first predator have i seen the predator uh i mean you you don't need to see the Predator to understand literally any of the other movies, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm like he's for sure in the Predator. From Keegan Michael Key is in this. Michael Key's in it. Yeah. Um, a bunch I gotta of, like, see the Predator. <laughs> it's like it's like a good do. It's well, we're gonna spoil it for you. Uh, spoiler I, alert. That's fine. It's an ancient flick at this point. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't die. <laughs> uh i guess i didn't really need to spoil that for you but i did because it's not like a scientific thing that he doesn't die he just lives through an explosion (laughs) he just manages to get through (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) it is it is uh, a great film i would say if you are really into like b action films it's fantastic anyway okay i like how you (laughs) Sure. You like Will Keys is in this. Oh yeah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, I'm not seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger here. Is there a different The Predator movie? Yes. Yeah, so you are on the second. Oh, the I'm second in the new Predator one. There's yeah. an old one. Yeah. Ah, this is a completely different cast. Yes. Uh, this one has Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. I thought he. I thought Keys was also in it. Maybe this is someone else. Wait, wait. Because uh, I was uh, literally just looking at it. Oh no, I was thinking of Kevin Peter Hall. I don't know why I thought his name was Keys. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I was being an idiot. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're done. We're dealing with the old Predator. With, with the good old timey. Yeah, we're like Predator, not the Predator. Yeah, sorry, Predator, not the Predator. <laughs> Where Schwarzenegger's name gets more like top billing compared to the name of the movie on the poster. Yes. So Fantastic. that's the other thing. Like they would make these films specifically for him. Right. They're like people will see it. People will see it a strong Austrian man do things. <laughs> and to be honest i have seen all of the films that we are presenting today (laughs) literally because it has a strong austrian right i mean what more could you possibly ask for i don't know maybe that's what we should do maybe we should just abandon this entire podcast and just try and explain our own like (laughs) mental hang-ups like how i would love to be the size 
a strong Austrian man. But I will never be. I'll, you got you got a little ways to go there. Bud. I got I do. I'm a very um. I was realizing today. I am a far bigger than I used to be, but I am still mm-hmm. a very willowy person. <laughs> and I got a little bit of chub in the front, mm. just a little bit. Anyway, so Predator, right? It's a movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is on a. It's like a commando trying to save a bunch of people in a forest. I don't remember why. I think they're like terrorists or like drug cartels or something. <laughs> It's it's this. <laughs> it, it was the late '80s. Any of those could be right. Yeah, it was the late '80s, and it's set in South America. So, who knows? Mm. Um. So he goes down there, and they're like, they're like killing all these bad guys, and they save a woman. And I think they're bad dudes back then. They might have been bad dudes instead of bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But uh, then they're like, hey. There's a bunch of bodies that have been skinned up in this tree. And they're like, that's weird. And then they walk. Oh, so it wasn't a drug cartel then, because that's not unusual for drug cartel. Uh, okay, you know what? It's, it must have not have been a drug cartel. Oh, no, this see, this is post them killing the, all the drug cartel people. And these are fresh oh, bodies. Oh, I see. Yes, this is mm. like when they're like making it back to the LZ. And they're like, some of them start like dying right and it's like here in the forest and it turns out they're being hunted by something and it turns out that that thing is an alien and that thing is like way more advanced and cool than they are and everyone dies (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there you have it aliens way more advanced and cool and everyone dies that's that's how that's the movie um so here's the first thing right so the alien Mm -hmm. is supposedly sent to earth as like a like a rite of passage, kind of like here, kill this alien species, take over this world, uh, kill the most dangerous game, uh, other sentient creatures. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, but so it, it evades their vision by using this kind of active camouflage kind of thing, right? That is right. only it just uh-huh. has like a telltale shimmer. Like it's like uh, I was about to say, like you know, it's like the Covenant shield that you get in halo and then i realized if you don't know the predator <laughs> active cloaking device you probably don't get that reference either uh uh-huh. <laughs> but it's just it's just like a shimmer it's like a mirage and that's the only way you can okay. tell that it's there so mm-hmm. i mean we got it like what's going on there well how do you think that that technology works mr bean burrito? Uh, did you say mr bean burrito yeah i'm trying out new nicknames for you okay well no you just threw me off because i last night had bean burritos for dinner oh oh that's because um, that's because i, I just i thought you had like the, the cameras set up again <laughs> oh i do i do there's several in your in your shower okay well i mean that's fine i haven't been in there for a bit i work from home i'm aware um <laughs> uh yeah so what's this is this i mean because i mean there isn't like an active like cloaking device like that that exists but there is uh what is the term something lenses lenticular lenses or oh, something the that kind of like bends light around it only yeah it only gathers light from like the oh there's a couple there's a couple of different lenses you might be referring to actually 
Are you referring mm. to the lenses that can see behind things? Uh, man, I don't know which lenses I'm, I'm referring to. That makes sense for what I'm thinking. Lenticular lenses bend light so that you can magnify. You actually you can like see behind things. You don't actually see behind stuff. You essentially just take like the very edges of an image and you magnify it. Um, mm. And essentially, that allows you to see behind it. You can see kind of like what curves around. Um, and it's really cool to look at because it l- looks trippy. There's another type mm-hmm. of lens that's like got like um that's got like a refractive index to it that it only refracts light from one direction. So like Ooh, everything in cool. the horizontal plane will appear normal, and everything in a vertical plane will essentially not appear because it'll be so small. It'll just be compressed. Huh, so that's you. Neat. It's very cool. So, like, if you were to, like, put a broom or, like, have, like, a striped wall behind you, if it's horizontal stripes, it looks – you cannot see the image. If it's vertical stripes, they end and they don't appear at all on the the lens. Hmm. Um, That's kind of active camouflage. The issue with both of those is that they only work from very specific perspectives. And this is an active camouflage that he can use and then run around in the forest – and kill people with and like doesn't matter where they're looking at him from and he's yeah and he's not like running around carrying in straight lines keeping very specific <laughs> lines of sight yes, on everybody yes. he's he's done like the he's done like the camera marks on uh, right. on everything on everyone yeah he's not that's not happening this seems like this is like it doesn't matter where he is relative to the people he is just a, a mirage to them hmm I mean, if they are, like, a sufficiently advanced tech, then why not have that, like, similar idea with, like, lenses, but they're kind of, like, just aerosolized and, like, a miasma kind of around them? Oh. And just, like, because there's so many of them that, like, there's bound to be enough to make it work at Uh, any given time. I I like that idea. That's a really cool idea. Like, the idea... It's it's almost like if you had like um what's the word but it's like dust around him like he is like powdered uh-huh. or like really specific shaped um like lenses so that when light hits it it doesn't go straight it goes like around and then back mm-hmm. and it does that from all angles oh that's pretty cool I like that I'm I'm pretty pretty psyched about that actually oh, I, good that, that's I, was, really cool. I was bound to hit an explanation you're into sooner or later. <laughs> Well, I just just had never. I, I I commonly think about active camouflage, and I never really thought about like an aerosolized. I mean, the guess the issue is like, how do you keep it suspended around yourself? You just have more of it. You just constantly just shedding this this. Uh huh. Okay. Does that mean that is does I mean? I mean, like, is there a, a limit? Like, can it only be on for so long before he has to like plug in a new like? lens pack or something Un- unclear. or can he just forever be hidden he can just i i'm pretty sure forever be hidden um at one point in time in the movie he turns it off but i think that's more of just like uh i want the challenge kind mm. of thing like this is too easy killing these stupid monkeys <laughs> right so i'm yeah i like that idea did you just send me the handshake video uh, I didn't send you anything yet. No, you didn't send me anything. It's from my D&D group. They're talking. <laughs> mm. uh, um, yeah, I like this idea. And 
I think it could be fine enough. Like I'm wondering if it's more like a recirculation thing, right? Where like if these objects okay. are heavy enough uh, that they fall pretty fast, mm-hmm. um, maybe the thing is is that he is like it's like coming out throughout his body and then at the very bottom of his body it's going in just scoops him back up yeah okay i like that being being sucked in and and transferred (coughs) i like that idea too Mm -hmm. because it's my idea and i'm i'm sad that i didn't (laughs) no it it supports the the idea well this way he has it like indefinitely yeah be like don't worry simon you're smart too you can also come up with stupid ideas yeah that's uh, why you have a whole podcast for it <laughs> to get all those stupid ideas out at once it's, it's true it's what i this is what so i think you, about so you have all the good ideas for work <laughs> Ooh boy uh okay so now the predator it hunts mm-hmm. people kind of the other thing that's that's crazy about it, it hunts people with heat vision right it's got okay. this kind of infrared and that's what allows it to hunt people which seems now we have infrared cameras today <laughs> that is not the crazy part right the crazy okay. part is arnold schwarzenegger defeats the predator by beating his vision by like mucking up his vision by covering himself in mud okay okay but the thing hmm. the thing about the thing about heat is that it doesn't <laughs> matter because the mud will heat up as quickly as as it'll heat up to your body temperature right um, um i mean especially if you're a big muscly <sighs> man and you're working out well even then like you only have like a pretty narrow window where it might kind of help because before the mud gets warmed up to your body heat it's going to be colder yeah it's like wallowing like a pig so yeah so like it i don't know so here's like, the... does he just kind of happen to end up in that little goldilocks zone i mean of he... where it actually works he uses it for quite a while this is what mm. i think is going on right um I think that this smud is really high in, like, metal, right? For, for whatever reason. It's South America. Who knows what's in their soils? Uh, <laughs> we can't Google it. That's yeah. not what this show's about. That's not um, this, yeah. We yeah, got so it just is, like, efficient at, yeah. We, we can't physically look it up because you'll know. Um, so it's just, like the the mud has metal in it so it can so it kind of it acts like sink those... and transfer heat better well no i was thinking i was thinking um more along the lines of you you, you know those those like spaceship blankets that nasa okay. has uh-huh. i was thinking like that like it's like reflective to infrared so like okay it's he is he is very toasty because he's got no way of losing heat. <laughs> but right. he's also maybe invisible to infrared. I don't actually know how those foil blankets Yeah, work. I was going to say, I would have to think that for that to work, it would have to be like dual layered, where the outside layer doesn't sink body heat. Oh, yes. So, so it would this... be like a layer of mud, and then an air gap, and then another layer of mud so he'd be in like a mech suit of mud uh <laughs> right 
That's a good. That's a good point. What if? What if Arnold is smarter than we think he is, and he is like this? This red mud is really high in iron, and he covers himself in that. And mm-hmm. then he's like, "But now I need an insulative layer." So he gets like really coarse, like sand, and mm-hmm. he uses that as like a packing material to get like like insulation so it's got like a lot of air gaps in it mm-hmm. and then he layers on like another layer of mud to like hold that air in and so it's got mud and then he's got like less dense mud so it's got air gaps in it and then he's got high iron mud mm. i'm so glad we don't have any listeners because someone might test this <laughs> <laughs> just roll around in different kinds of mud for a while um i mean there's easier ways to test it but sure <laughs> i mean that's the way i would test it yeah, um, about that, that real life scenario yeah when you need to avoid pressure. only in vivo experiments <laughs> um but yeah like that seems like a lot to be able to do when you're also actively being hunted um okay he does this um while the predator is <laughs> while the predator is yeah. taking a break yeah essentially like the predator like he escapes the predator somehow i think he like come falls off a waterfall or something like that and the predator is like i don't think he's dead so i'm gonna stick in this forest and hunt him down mm. and so like he has some time he has like like i think it's like six hours or something like that it's not that much three hours maybe where he's okay. like i've um, got hmm. a... i mean why would he cover himself in mud? <laughs> okay. I I am trying to remember the film well enough, and I honestly don't think that there is like a reason. like was he just trying to do like a a war paint intimidation kind of or thing? just like a, like a normal camouflage kind of thing? I have no idea, but that's all I can think of. The only other thing I can think of is that maybe the mud like holds water close enough to his skin that it evaporates quickly enough to like dissipate the heat. Mm. See, I like that a bit more. It's just I mean, very watery mud. Just real wet, thick mud. Um, I don't think it'll work <laughs> that great, but it's an easier explanation than he made super mud out of different kinds of mud. <laughs> super mud. Okay, fine. <laughs> I see we're just casting my great ideas to the side now. I mean, we are putting a a pin in your uh, experimental ideas and and highlighting the slightly more likely ideas. Whatever, man. You're just holding me down. If you didn't, if you didn't <laughs> I'm just the... here so your ego doesn't get too big. I, exactly. I am the one thing that saves you from your hubris. That's why you brought me on. Exactly. That and to pay server dues. Um, right. <laughs> uh, so the last thing is the weapon that the Predator uses. See, like, there's got to be more in this film that is scientifically accurate. But to be honest, I can't remember it. <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is the, the Predator's plasma caster. Okay. So... I mean, it's it's something that throws plasma, and then the plasma explodes once it hits something. Okay. Um, do we think that this is just like an everyday like plasma inside of a magnetic chamber gets thrown out, you know, or is surrounded by a magnetic slug and it follows the magnetic slug and then hits stuff and explodes like normal normal plasma stuff, you know? Yeah, like I mean that that tracks with how plasma do. 
That's how plasma do. That is how plasma do. I wonder. Oh, you can't do that. Never mind. I was going to say, I wonder how. <laughs> so part of the issue is, and that it just occurred to me, is that if you are to have like, like, you know how like our explanation for a lot of like controllable plasma is that you essentially have like an, uh, some kind of uh, ferromagnetic material in the middle that mm-hmm. you use to attract the plasma to. Um, it occurred to me, though, be that that most metals lose their uh, ferromagnetic properties at high temperatures. Right. Uh, actually, all metals do at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be very high for most metals. So, like, plasmas are hot. So how we you can't do that. That's not how plasmas work. You can't use, like, a magnetic slug to fire and bring a plasma along. I mean, like, is there, uh, like, a range that these have? Maybe it is structured such that there's a, uh, like, a gap where the leading end of the the slug ends up being... Oh, like, like the plasma doesn't has to catch get, up to it? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's possible. I guess that's probably the only explanation, right? That's the only one I can think of. Is that the, the biggest uh, magnet closest to the plasma is the one you just fired. And so hopefully the plasma follows it and doesn't just dissipate. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it does have to, like, encounter gas molecules. <laughs> which I also realize <laughs> uh-huh. is not a very easy thing. Like, it's not easy to send plasma through the air. Well, I mean, that's... That's the whole point, right? For the predator to use, you know, it's the the suboptimal weapon for the hunt. <laughs> the one that you got to use at close range. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Actually, apparently, young predators, whatever they are, can't even use plasma casters when they go on their thing. They're killing sprees. <laughs> it's not allowed. Yeah, it's not too cool good. enough yet. It's not. Yeah, they're not cool enough yet. They don't got those cool, cool helmets. <laughs> well, cool. I mean, is, that, is that the what denotes like rank for predators? Is how cool their helmet is? I have no idea. I think it's coloration. I think they have like like military insignia. Mm. They're like a warrior race that like yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. their like coming of age kind of event is murdering a bunch of other sapient creatures. Yeah, which is a crazy, crazy event. Because not only right? does, not only do you have to like have such a strong, like violent instinct that you have to hunt other creatures, but mm-hmm. you you have to know where enough sentient creatures are <laughs> to hunt them, and not uh-huh. like and hunt them relatively frequently. <laughs> uh huh. Well, I mean, doesn't necessarily have to be relatively frequently. Is it like it might just be a particularly small species of alien like population size at least i mean i they would have to be seeing as they they would be very small like there's not that many sentient creatures that that we know of uh, that were within normal traveling distances that we know i guess that's true there's probably none in our milky way or sorry Mm -hmm. in our solar system and likely closest star system with a planet around it is what a couple hundred light years away a couple thousand a couple million? Uh, i have no idea it's not close i know i know galaxies distances i don't know star distances mm. but it's not close mm-hmm. so there's it's gonna take them a little while 
unless they saw faster than light travel, which of course. Well, and that's why their their population size is so low. They they don't have many that graduate to to being able to reproduce. Are... There's not enough sapient creatures. Okay, okay. So you're saying that you think this is like a reproduction, right? I mean, if that's like they're like graduating into being an adult, I don't see why their culture would be like, oh, you haven't been blooded yet or something. That's a good point. It's like, that's a really good point, actually. That's got to be a very, I mean, to me as a human, very homocentric, homocentric uh, idea here. But that is a very weird way to define adulthood is not based upon mm. age, but based upon uh, an event. Like, not even a capability, mm-hmm. just, like, an event in your life. Once this happens, uh-huh. and you, well, sorry, no, once you do this, you are an adult. <laughs> so, like, a baby, a very smart baby could be an adult. <laughs> and it's I got, mean, like, I no can, I can easily picture that being the case in, like, a culture that is built around, like, being hunters or warriors or something i guess and there's just like maybe they go through like a dramatic change like they're puberty well it's <laughs> they just like, get thinking, so hopped up on well, on I mean, murder like, hormones that like, they I, become adults i mean i guess i guess this is another homocentric idea like that like young versions of my creature are small and weak so maybe their young creature versions of them are not small and weak well, I mean, it could. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like you physically can't reproduce, but like you, it's not. Allowed. It would be taboo for you yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a statutory kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know it's that part. I understand. What I'm saying is, I think it's weird for something to be like once you do this, you are an adult, and so that opens up adulthood to literally anyone who can accomplish that thing. Yeah, and has accomplished that thing so like if i and it's not like something that's biologically linked it's like Mm -hmm. killing a race if you can kill a race you're an adult i mean like i don't know where you're hung up like i guess i guess some people would say i was trying to trying to recover that so it didn't sound like an accusation but like to me that makes sense that's like oh this is a big pivotal event in their life yeah so here you go I get you. Uh, I guess I find. I, uh, no, I understand it. I guess. I guess. Like graduating it makes or sense. something. It's like graduating or like moving up in a belt system in like a martial art or something like that. Yeah. Where you're like, now you have this amount of responsibility. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> you did good. Here's more responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh-huh. all life. That's life. Anyway, yeah. now we're going to move on to the next film. All My right. favorite Schwarzenegger film. Ah, uh, that's not true. My second Predator Two. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's in Predator Two. Um, <laughs> they didn't bring him back. I don't. I don't. Honestly, don't remember. Uh, mm. No, I was gonna say Total Recall. It's my second favorite because obviously my first favorite is Terminator Two, which is the greatest movie of all time. Right. Because um, everyone knows. So right in this film, it's a, there's a bunch of hogwash about implanting memories and people <laughs> dreaming it and all that stuff and so schwarzenegger has to go to mars and it turns out that he's like this hero of mars that they were trying to keep him away because he has this key in his brain that reveals um uh like this ancient 
Martian technology from long ago aliens that can replace the atmosphere of Mars with oxygen, which is a bizarre thing if, like, it's a race of aliens that, anyway. Yeah, uh, right? And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. He turns on the reactor and he saves Mars and a bunch of people living on Mars and, like, upsets this monopoly that's owned Mars for a really long time. Um, mm. that like charges you based upon the number of breaths you breaths you use uh so i uh well i will, will you uh, let's, let's address this it's just maybe just need to like just talk about it we don't need to answer it but it does seem bizarre that <laughs> aliens that evolved on mars uh-huh design a reactor that specifically releases oxygen on the mars maybe it was intended as a doomsday weapon uh, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> that there's nothing else that could possibly make sense for they're, a species like, that they're just, doesn't they're just, need the oxygen. Well, yeah, they're just very weak to, to oxidation. They grew up in a nitrogen environment yeah. or a carbon dioxide environment. And now they're like, oh, there's suddenly oxygen everywhere. Like our entire bodies <laughs> are rusting we'll die. and oxidizing. Yeah, I think that that's a great idea. Okay, so that just had to be it just had to be addressed. Um, but the first thing we got to deal with is that after they release the oxygen into the atmosphere, mm-hmm. there is a bunch of people who are complaining about the fact that uh, it smells funny. That it smells funny. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. No, I don't know no. why else they would complain. When people, so people complain about, like, the scientific community complains about the fact that it's releasing pure oxygen into the atmosphere, and that's poisonous. Um, as long as the pressure... Like, there's all the other gases that are already there. Well, there's a, so, so, but there's really low pressure on Mars. So it's only, like, it's a really small amount of nitrogen and a really small amount of carbon dioxide. Hmm. But the only thing you actually need is a human being to live is uh whatever 21 percent of an atmosphere in partial pressure is so as long as the partial pressure Mm. of oxygen is the same on earth as on mars and you're Mm -hmm. above like 50 millibar uh you can survive and actually artemis which is a andy weir book that's how they treat that's how they save money on the moon is by only filling it with oxygen because you only need you essentially don't need to pressurize any vessels because your body can actually withstand that amount of pressure okay problem is though that's not the issue that's that's my issue with people complaining about this mom the real issue is is that as soon as they release oxygen on mars they get a blue sky uh-huh. And the blueness of the sky comes from nitrogen. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're hmm. in a pure oxygen environment, you uh, don't get a blue sky. I believe you get a red sky or like a, yeah, I think. I don't know. I think it's red. Um, I don't know what the, the singlet, singlet oxygen transition, I don't remember what it is, but I'm fairly sure it's not blue. It's not, it's like sky blue at least. Mm um so that's something we got to answer why is the sky blue after they fill an atmosphere full of pure oxygen (laughs) um they also have clouds but i wasn't gonna address that yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on it sounds like in terms of like the the movie like the production and like the the direction the art direction that they went is like that is just to show that it is a vibrant livable environment it's, yeah. like it's like earth is 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's not how nature works. It's not how nature works. <laughs> but we gotta we gotta answer the question. Uh, Mars is further away than Earth, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, is that a question? It yes. is. Is it is it Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I I know my planets. I always think Mars. <laughs> At is At least those four of them. Uh, oh, that was so cute. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so there's, um, so I'm wondering, maybe there's like, um, I don't know, when you like dissipate energy that much, does like higher energy dissipate faster than lower energy? And, and maybe, uh, I, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you're dealing with a vacuum. Yeah. Or a near vacuum as sunlight moves what if what if it's like um i guess well here's one thing it could be okay so they do Mm -hmm. they do get this oxygen from like glacial ice packs on mars's poles okay um so maybe they actually have they don't release pure oxygen and they instead release like a mixture of oxygen and water and it's a really humid environment okay and, uh and what they're seeing is the water in the air because that does i mean water in the air is like a purple kind of or like a maybe a bluish mm. gray okay Again, so that could really work and kind of also work towards explaining clouds also works to explaining clouds yeah it's just that it's really cold up in those high atmospheres and so water Mm -hmm. condenses obviously clearly Uh, just like like clouds do clouds (laughs) yeah we know how you explain clouds (laughs) uh yeah i think that that works out well like it's just like the heat from the reactor core that's melting the ice caps while it harvests Mm -hmm. oxygen i don't know what i don't know what a high high hydrogen worlds would be but anyway Cool. So the next thing is going to be, how do you create, from Total Recall, how do you create virtual memories and dreams? Like, how do you implant a, a memory into somebody and so that they know, they think it's their own, right? Yeah, that would be a lot. And they do it non-invasively. Do we even necessarily know how, like, how memories dreams? are created and stored now? Um, We do actually do uh okay so this is one of the really annoying things is that as soon as anyone discovers anything that is remotely related (laughs) they make sci-fi based on it oh they not only that but they like release a billion articles that are like hey this movie is correct we can do this Mm, and then mm -hmm. when you look into it you're like yeah you did this in one like very minutely like Uh you didn't you didn't inject memories into someone you controlled a mouse's brain with a computer (laughs) uh so there is slightly different things we do have an idea of like how memories are formed where they're formed um and like how how they kind of get transferred okay um so they just recreate those like impulses i guess to to like encode the memory as though it were natural so here's the thing um like i feel like everyone's brain has got to be different in the way that it in the way that it it itself has organized itself mm-hmm. right and so like because that's like what personalities are <laughs> um so like how would you be able to like generalize technology like that to be able to generate new very specific memories hmm. into people because would it have to be generalized or could there be like a, a mapping step 
prior well, to that. That's what I was wondering. Like, how would you do that mapping step? And I think I know. And I think I'm going to get this from Total Recall. So it's in like a... <laughs> It's in like a dystopian world where they do like the advertisement kind of thing where they're like constantly being bombarded with advertisements. You know that trope? Uh, uh, yes. Modern day America. Got it. Uh, and I'm wondering if like part of that advertisement is like reading people's brain activity from afar. Okay. So somehow. everyone else, like everyone gets their own personalized. Yeah. And, and they have like a map okay. of like, oh, when you think of Mars this is what fires this is how your brain Uh uh-huh so after like you know 30 years of watching advertisements they have like they know who you are at like a molecular level boy that's scary yeah well and that's i mean that's google (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 well it's one step away from google because i can still like actively create something that would appear random to google um Mm -hmm. but once google knows even the like deepest intricacies of my mind it Mm -hmm. will be be able to predict when i am being random and it will give me things yeah so it's even worse (laughs) so don't worry natural progression of google don't worry everyone if you thought this was the worst it gets just wait Okay, I know. I like this idea. I I think that that is, and that's like whole cloth. Like that is very much this like style of world where they would be doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the other thing I'm going to talk about. I think we should talk about. I'm realizing I didn't think this was going to last this long. Um, <laughs> I have two more movies that we could hit. Okay, um, but let's do let's do Total Recalls. Uh, there's a scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger disguises himself as mm-hmm. a fat lady. Okay. Um, to get to make it through Mars and he gets caught because he doesn't have the right paperwork. And then the head folds away and it's Arnold's head, obviously. It's like you know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, like it's like a mask. But, okay. So they, but it not they Scooby Doo style take off his mask. Well, and it's, it's his not, face underneath. It's not like a rubber mask. It's like an entire like android body around his head right oh so like a mech suit made of mud yeah like a mech suit made of mud but it's another woman's flesh issue is okay arnold's head is pretty big (laughs) (laughs) and Uh you would think if you were to have like a mask with like complex electronics and pulley systems and stuff (laughs) it would be at least as big as your head at least as big as your head (laughs) And you would be looking at a woman and thinking to yourself, man, she got a big head. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the issue is like, how do you miniaturize or somehow change the dimensions of a head or, or like Oof. an exoskeleton so that it disguises that size difference? Huh. Yeah. That was an interesting puzzle that I found in a random forum on the internet. <laughs> I mean, uh, how... <laughs> what is this random forum a b how much like head is being obfuscated like i'm guessing it's more than you can reasonably just squish down right uh yeah yes that's exactly that's exactly what it is (laughs) huh (coughs) so like uh yeah like this is the this is the head because you also get to see the great the great uh uh sci like 
FX that they did. Mm-hmm. So, like, the head is huh. for sure the size of Arnold's head. I yeah. I, like, hmm. Or, like, maybe maybe it could be, like, like only a little bit bigger. But then, do you well, think they just, like... It looks like it's significantly bigger. Right? Because, like, the, the mouth uh, in this picture is, like, as the... big as his nose from, like, bottom to top. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what I'm wondering is, do you think it is, like, that they do something to, like, obscure it? Like, do, like, hair and stuff? Because, obviously, the picture I said she doesn't have any hair. They, she does mm-hmm. have hair. Uh, like, to, like, mask the size of the head? Or do you think that the head is actually the size of, like, it's, like, I Like, it on. looks like the mask is twice the size of Arnold's head. Like, looking at the eyes right yeah it's pretty big so do you think that this is a really bad disguise and it was, he was i think it's just doomed. a really bad disguise <laughs> okay and he was just doomed to be caught from the beginning <laughs> well not necessarily like it could just be a big person it could just, just be i mean milling around we're talking i guess so but we are talking like arnold schwarzenegger head size he's got a big head already <laughs> you know i've never looked up the dimensions of of his head before this guy's um, a big-headed man he's a guy he's a large man <laughs> he is um, not small hmm. <laughs> so i like the idea of him then special ordering an even larger mask to wear <laughs> um <laughs> exactly so what yeah, I, I don't know it it looks like you know if it's using like if the scale isn't changing from this picture it looks like it could just kind of squish in real tight around his head well that's what i'm wondering i'm wondering if it's like skin tight and it blows yeah. up to get to like release you from it mm-hmm. and instead of it being controlled like m- m- with like servos on as like muscles instead it's a bunch of like it's like uh like puppetry so uh-huh. you can do it from somewhere else in the body and and hide it that way and have very small armatures in the head mm. or it could just map like a, a direct connection from like your eyebrow to the mask eyebrow oh and literally just be a mask yeah that would also make sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean like literally a mask wouldn't have that necessarily but 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 it's essentially it's like it's like not it's almost grafting to like the yeah s- the skin underneath so that it flexes mm-hmm. like a face should mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense to me and then it has to like blow up to like release that that connection mm-hmm. yeah and that's why it looks so large when he takes it off i, I think that's a good idea yeah that makes sense that makes sense um well we're at almost an hour of recording and huh. so i wasn't gonna keep going with the next two ones we we just got predator and total recall we took too long we took too long well we can just save the other other flicks in our in our back pocket oh yeah for when oh, we yeah. when we revisit schwarzenegger films Oh yeah, with well, we'll... all of the other revisits that we keep <laughs> suggesting and forgetting about four seconds it's later. That's true. true. Well, well, we did suggest we did do one revisit. We did do um, cryptids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty of stuff we don't get to that we don't finish. <laughs> yeah, and like the Terminator could be its own episode. Oh yeah, for sure. Because because then I could just rewatch the Terminator movies <laughs> and just go to town and just go to town. Be like, this is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> they aren't That's what actual I do. Terminators. They don't know what they're talking about. 
That's what I do when I'm at the movies. I just scream, that's wrong at the screen. <laughs> he stands up and points at the screen, too, everyone. It's really, it's almost embarrassing if it <laughs> wasn't the most embarrassing thing Simon does, usually. I mean, yeah. I mean, you should have seen me during Silver Linings Playbook. I was up all the time, <laughs> screaming at the screen, shouting that they were wrong. <laughs> or... Don't even get me started on X-Men First Class. Didn't sit down for the entire film. Got ejected. Someone else took his seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just snuck right in there. They said the film was sold out. <laughs> X-Men First Class. You guys remember X-Men First Class? That was a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> we have never done the X-Men. We could do the X-Men. There are a lot of, of them. them. Oh, yeah. Have oh, we not? Fun. I feel like we must have. We have never. We've done Marvel. Uh, mm. And we've done some of the X-Men. I think we've done Wolverine. But we haven't done like Bobby Drake or other X-Men. <laughs> that you can definitely remember their names <laughs> of. You just don't want to do it right now. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. It's just, it would make me seem uncool if I were to know all the X-Men. <laughs> and I don't want to ruin this vibe I've got going. This like, this cool guy vibe. Yeah, I'm like the Fonz. Yeah, just cooler. like him. Yeah, me me and um, Henry Winkler. We're just like each other. We look exactly alike. Exactly. <laughs> like, he- he- Henry Winkler now looks like me now. I don't look <laughs> like a young Henry Winkler. It's just, he's got the Benjamin Button thing where he's kind of yeah. aging backwards. I, I got that does. Benjamin Butler disease. Yeah, I started yeah. off, and it should tell you, it's odd because me and Henry Winkler, because you would think that like we would have met or like our fate would be intertwined because or we they look just so much alike. But hit no. their heads together and Frankie Friday together, and now they look the same. Yeah, no, that never happened. Uh, we have lived separate lives on opposite <laughs> parts of the country. Have never interacted apart from I've seen his films, and I, and obviously he is um, he's received and responded to my fan mail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, the two of you are the same person. Also, we're the same person, but we're we live in two different worlds. Is really what it is. And what <laughs> I'm suspicious, I think it's almost like. Um, like like an electron is like a photon or a photon is an electron that can move backwards and forwards through time by moving at a certain mm-hmm. speed. Much like I will become the Fonz <laughs> once I reach like middle like like I am living life backwards and then when I live it I'll live it forwards again as Henry Winkler and then I'll leave it backwards as Simon. And so my backwards motion will be very boring. <laughs> forwards mode is pretty cool <laughs> you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah it's yeah. all pretty pretty reasonable it's uh, just normal sort of mechanics. things that happen yeah 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 all right well uh, if you made it right, this yeah. far uh, <laughs> if you survived all of our nonsense uh, uh you can also find us on the internet you can at pedanticandwavium.com or pedantic hw or jeff time or my thick spoiler yep i think that's all we got uh you can also find us on youtube uh it's just pedantic and wavium <laughs> uh you were on twitter 
at mm-hmm. Behind Waveview, and mm-hmm. then we're on. That's it. That's all we're on. That's oh, we're the, on your that's podcasting app. The entire internet that you listed. Yeah, we're also on all podcasting apps, and that you should like and subscribe to us because you know what the hell. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst Don't that can happen? Little. Yeah, yeah. Live a little. Really go, treat go yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You you got up this morning. Getting up is hard. Treat yourself. Subscribe to a podcast. <laughs> treat yourself to two idiots talking about sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not a two people talking, a two men talking podcast because we have a, a topic, <laughs> a theme. <laughs> Yeah, because who would ever listen to two people talking? Right, yeah, that'd be a weird thing to do. That'd be weird as as I'll get out. Anyway, um, thanks to Joe Sobchak for our theme music, and uh, thank you, listener, for listening to us. Yeah, we enjoyed having you. Oh, is there something we gotta gotta do our moral? Because I forgot to do that two weeks in a row. Oh, Oh, yep, you're right. Uh, We learned that sometimes... All you need is a mech suit made of mud. <laughs> it's a mech suit made of mud. What's that? Oh, it's my mech suit made of mud. <laughs> it it looks like it's just a pile of mud. Yeah, no, it's uh, some assembly required. You just but, add you know. water, really. <laughs> oh, good. Is that it? Is that all we got? I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right, we'll catch you in a couple weeks, probably, listener. Have a good evening, a good night, a good morning. We love you. Goodbye.